to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host and champion, Josh Rico, bud. Bassmaster champion. You guys are going to be hearing that every goddamn episode. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. It's, if, it's like in the MMA, you know, or the UFC when they allow the fighters to do their own intro. Pick the just lame music. <laughs> So uh, this is our first episode of uh, Casting Couch. This is the Casting Couch. Yeah, because we cast. We like, cast. We, we cast. We talk real. about casting. We cast. Yeah. Yeah, we Dude, do podcasts. Casting Couch. It's, it's the Casting Couch. <laughs> yeah. So Josh or Derek is our first inaugural uh, Casting Couch <laughs> episode. Guest. And if you notice the position, Derek is in between Chris and I. Yeah. <laughs> so before you, they recorded. We were, actually, we thought about just sitting him down on the couch and just sort of like asking him. How old he was, where he's from, <laughs> how long has he been into fishing? So, have you ever thought about doing it a podcast episode? Is that why I had to spread my butt cheeks earlier? <laughs> no, that was purely that was, recreational. That was oh off camera. God. So, yeah, uh, officially, uh, everyone that listens to our podcast can see that we do have a face for radio. We do, and uh, you know that's going to be nice for everybody. Just a three semi-overweight middle-aged men <laughs> talking about fishing real original hot content hey dude yeah that's wet boy nation only that's fans what... slash smally talk get ready it's coming. that's how we monetize that's how we're gonna monetize this podcast dude we're starting up an only fans account yeah and we're gonna do secret casting couch episodes <laughs> they're pay-per-view baby <laughs> We're just going to wear nothing but a fishing net. Is that what You're all about the fishing net shirt. Get the fishing Chris net, has run yeah. with this bit forever, dude. The may fishing the, net shirt. May the bit never die. This this seat's going to be wet by the time I'm done. Dude. Yeah. Leather couch, thank God. Well, boys, we got... I'm, I'm getting ready to go on the cesspool here in about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we got to... We got to... We got to, um, you know, do this in about 30. And, you know, I... I I don't know. A tight like, thirty. I I I feel like I'm getting ready to go on the podcast circuit. Um, so I feel like you guys should be interviewing me about this latest accomplishment. And for those who watch in video, dude, we're gonna put this on our YouTube channel. So we're gonna you're gonna start seeing our pretty faces more often. Yeah. Freaking trophy! Won the 2023 Bass Bassmaster Susquehanna Kayak event. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm just here, just as a humble human being. Just... God. So, <laughs> so perhaps the most humble dude we've ever met. I'm just, I'm just here, just, just to talk about how it, it, it wasn't me. I just it was got a team lucky. Effort. Yeah, it was a team effort. It was a team effort. Yeah, with all the people that poured into me over the years. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of, dude, I were, yeah, it was pretty phenomenal. I mean. Uh, I guess we can interview interview you a little bit. I'm going to allow all of the gloating and all the bragging <laughs> to happen unchecked throughout the episode. I'm not going to check it once. Uh, right. I'll just be blinking into the camera SOS like the <laughs> like the Vietnam like <laughs> yeah POW. Right. Um, no, but it's pretty phenomenal, man. I mean, we all were keeping up with the results, all watching. Um, for those of you who don't really follow the kayak tournament thing. 
Uh, there's a huge tournament that just happened this last weekend on the Susquehanna. There's 146 anglers, I believe. Something like that. Yeah. Some of the best in the country got together to fish one of the best smallmouth rivers in the country. And our boy freaking showed up and showed out. <laughs> I mean, Wet Boy Nation couldn't be more wet right now. I had to, dude. <laughs> I, I will say, so I, I got there and uh, it was like within five minutes of me arriving a wet boy showed up, dude, and was like, oh. dude, Josh, I guess gotta say, I love your podcast, dude, and I'm a freaking wet boy. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Oh, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hell yeah, I'm in, brother. I'm in good company. There was there were several guys throughout the week that came up to me and was like, dude, I really, really dig your podcast. It's awesome. Small games, there's a kid there that like, was like, dude, you're the Smalley Games guy. Had me sign oh, his jersey. How cool is that? Had me sign he... his jersey, dude. I'm not, I swear. This is before so you won? Cool. Before I won. It was actually before wow. the tournament even started. So That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Jake Harshman was there to witness it. So Unreal. Um, Jake, what's up, buddy? I know. Jakey boy, he got fourth place, dude. Of course he did. He's, yeah. a, he's a freaking hammer. He's a wet boy, too. That's, so yeah, he's as wet as they come, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty phenomenal, man. I mean, like... Like I said, I was with uh, Derek, myself, and we're going to talk mostly about the fishing trip that Derek, um, uh, myself, and <laughs> Andrew did, and, and Alex Deneau, because that's really what the people come here for, is to hear about our local stuff. Yeah. Uh, we fished all day together on Saturday, and like we had no cell service. I texted Josh, I think it was around like maybe like 1 o'clock, like, hey, how's it going? And then all of a sudden, I get a text from Josh that was like... Basically, it was just a capture of the leaderboard, and I, I like, we were all fishing together, and I go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> they're all like, they're all thinking I have like a big fish on or something, and they're like, "What? What?" And I was like, "Josh is leading the tournament." And they're like, "What the fuck?" I mean, it was like uh, pandemonium out of the uh, so. That's cool, man. Yeah, it was very fun. The so. the like support on all that stuff, like after I was leading on day one, and then you know, obviously after I won it was. It was cool. I honestly, man, I've never, you know, won anything this big in my life. And like, it was, it was pretty cool. It was like one of those, like, I see why people get addicted to doing things like this because, right. you know, and I kind of came out of nowhere. You know, I think that I wasn't like the like national tournament guy, you know, that's like, you know, oh yeah, I fish these all the time. Like I fished two national tournaments in my life. And the last one I got like 54th place. Mm -hmm. So it was cool. I think a lot of guys like just like like you guys just weren't expecting me to win it. I I mean I was definitely expecting you to do well, and I think I even told them that. I yeah. said I think he's going to go do well. I mean, first of all, it's I think last year really soured your grapes a little bit about did, not yeah. doing well. I mean, it's not that you did terribly or anything, but you just didn't do. I think you didn't go to your full potential. I yeah, it wasn't representative of like my capabilities, I guess. No. Um, so you've made literally <laughs> three trips back to that river since to like yeah. learn it, to be prepared for, for this tournament. I mean, dude, yeah. just, I mean, I couldn't have been more thrilled if it was me. I mean, honestly, we were well, all... I, I genuinely appreciate that from both of you guys. And there was like, everybody was super happy for me, but you know how sometimes like your close friends maybe get a little bit jealous or um, I got zero that. vibes of that. Like everybody was like super happy and like over the moon, dude. I was like, no, absolutely. Everybody <laughs> was just like celebrating. I actually, uh, today, you know, it was weird. I was like, I didn't hear from Pickering and I thought it was really weird. 
I oh, called he's him. He's dead. He died. Yeah, I was like, he's either dead or he's off social media. And I called him today. I was like, hey. He's like, hey, what's up, man? And I was like, hey. I was like, you didn't hear, did you? And he was like, hear what? And I was like, have you like been off social media or something? He's like, yeah, yeah, dude, I got off of it. I haven't been. I was like, I was like, dude, I went to the Susquehanna Bathmaster event and I fucking won it. <laughs> and he was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's so, awesome, that makes dude. sense yeah i mean yeah. even people like my brother i know texted you yeah. Lewis texted you you know like necrelli of course was all oh, over it i probably got there I, were so many people in indiana watching between that ceremony. oh yeah between the dms facebook messages i probably got 400 not joking just yeah. like i think every single person that listened to our podcast yeah. all 325 <laughs> of them say, and their and their 200 best friends <laughs> yeah um no, yeah, I mean, it, was it was cool, man. It was a neat uh, experience, and like, I don't like want to, it. It doesn't make me want to go like, oh, I'm gonna start doing these all the time. It just made me really appreciate that experience, and like, I like soaked it up. I carried my trophy in my back seat today, and was like, showed it. <laughs> I swear to God, I showed it to all the my work people that I was with. Like, they, yeah, <laughs> they knew I won it. So I was like, hey, you want to see my trophy? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah so. I was, uh, when we, so the live feed actually went down. Maybe, yeah. I mean, coincidence, coincidence or no, I don't know. I'm not going to say that it's a conspiracy <laughs> or anything, but during Drew Gregory's speech, the live feed did cut out. I mean, let's just be honest. It did cut out. We were all furious about that. It came back. Uh, and then, you know, I, I think I texted all the guys. I was like, I've never felt more sorry for a, like an awards presenter. Uh, he's about to get a Josh Shrinko fist bump or, or <laughs> and it's going to break his old hand. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. but anyways, you gave a great speech. Oh, it was great. I mean, I think all of us were, especially the guys that were really rooting for you. Oh, I do. Happy. I had tears in my eyes. Uh, Ashley was like, are you crying? I was like, no. <laughs> Damn allergies! I was like, this damn dog, you know, bit me. Yeah, I don't know what they, I said. They but. actually, uh, they cut Drew off. It, it was it, so when that happened, like the Steve, the host or whatever, he was like, "Oh, live feeds down," and we stopped the whole thing. Drew keeps talking. <laughs> He's like talking like it's still going on. <laughs> he finishes his entire speech. Jay Carson's like, he looked at me. He was sitting right next, next to me, and he's like, "Drew has no idea. He's just talking it into the void." Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, at the very end of his speech or whatever, he's like, yeah, the dude this one that won this thing is a great dude. And I'm like, oh, sure. he's a great friend. And he's like, I had an awesome I was in the house with him. him. Surprisingly large penis. <laughs> <laughs> Huge dick. <laughs> um, uh, what else did he say? Yeah. And then, so, and at the time, I actually wasn't 100% sure I won. Like, I was like 99%. But I mean, you won um, not by a small margin. Either. No. I yeah, mean, it, a it crushing voice. It was it was to the point where I knew you either got first or second. The guy that got second was like probably what three inches behind you. Yeah, three. It, he so, ended up calling up once. Oh, he so did. yeah, it was one of those things that like I think it was like one ninety one something. I would have won it. So I had. He was I, gonna have to put up a huge fish. Do be, you guys want me to tell like a little bit like chronicle what happened or what? What do you think? Um. Yeah. I mean, if we have time, we gotta, yeah we got time. Yeah. So, I mean. Let's start. Well, let's start from the beginning. Uh, so, how many trips have you made out to the Susquehanna in contemplation of this tournament coming up? So, this is to in total. I, I've been out there five times, uh, including this trip. So, um, 
this I was at three times this year. So I had been there one time before. Or no, I'm sorry. So that would be one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. So I've been out there, I think, six times total. Mm-hmm. So this is my third time this year um, going out. We all went out on, in the spring yeah, and yep. fished with Randy and Blast. did the whole, you know, uh, thing. That was totally not, didn't help at all because we fished tributaries and we fished like completely different patterns. Um, and then I went again with my dad and my brother and I knew that was going to kind of like give me a little bit of like idea of what to do. It didn't end up nothing about that trip, like translated over from a pattern standpoint or really where the fish were. What it did do is it like each time you go, you start to get like more familiar with the river. And I said in the podcast on the uh, tournament diary or whatever, that river is like, was starting to shrink for me. Yeah. Like it was like starting to be like, I understand. It's almost like, overwhelming, right? Like, the, I mean, it yeah. was for me when the first time I went there, like the only time I've been there. Yeah. And it's, I really, it's large. It's yeah. yeah. It's, you know, biggest river I've ever fished by far, but it's one of those things that like you, uh, you on that particular river, like you can't like look at it holistically as like the Susquehanna. You have to look at it in like areas and then try to understand those particular areas and the area that I ended up fishing, I had spent a lot of time in not only last year during the Hobie event, but, uh, this, the event where, uh, or when my dad and my brother went with me, I spent a lot of time in the area. So I kind of understood the, the layout and how that kind of, you know, played as far as, okay, this is probably the winter hole. This is probably where these fish come to winter up. And if you understand where they're at feeding and where they probably winter up, the fall kind of, plays into that so the spot that i ended up fishing was like yeah this is probably where these fish like feed in the fall time because it's close to their winter hole but it's like got a lot of good attributes to it that like lend it to feeding so that was kind of what like led me to go in and try that spot out and then uh but yeah so anyways leading up to that you know I, I ended up getting there and like first thing in the morning I went to that particular spot where I ended up fishing the tournament to try it out and I smoked two twenties and a nineteen like boom 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 like forty five minutes. I was like and then I caught another nineteen a little bit above that area. So I was like I already had it in my mind that that was a good distinct possibility I was gonna fish there and that like solidified it. I was like, All right, this is where I'm going. And I, I told you, Chris, I was like, Yeah, that I'm going to that spot. So basically I, the problem with that spot is it was super isolated. So it was like, once you're in that area, you're like to get back to my car and like go somewhere else, it would have been very time consuming. So I was like, if I go here, I have to be like committed to it. So on the second day of practice, I went, I didn't even try to practice. I just went like somewhere way different that I knew I wasn't going to fish and just fun fish. Left it alone. Yeah, left it alone, fun fished. I did see a bunch of guys around that area um, during practice. So I was kind of like, my biggest fear, I was going to go there and there were going to be dudes on that spot. Yeah. And so I ended up getting there in the morning on Saturday and I was by myself. A dude rolled up onto the end of that spot uh, probably, you know, 45 minutes after I was there and then ended up fishing it for a few i think he he was the only guy i saw catch a fish next to me um and then he only fished for like an hour and left and then i had guys roll through that area the whole time i was there but they would just like fish it for just like 30 minutes and leave 
never saw anybody else catch a fish. So, um, and the kind of the story plays out like I fished there on Saturday for an hour and a half without a single bite, and I was starting to question like yeah, an yeah. hour and a half without a bite. I was kind of like. Okay. Dude, that's so hard to do. I mean, the discipline it takes to just be like, no, trust yourself. Like, this is the spot. This is where yeah. I'm going to find them. I mean, yeah. 95% of people would have just defected. I mean, like, oh, I'm going to go run to a grass island and see if I can put together a bag in the last. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, so I, I finally, uh, so I tied on a, I'd been hearing all week, like, guys that were fishing in the tournament that like big swim baits mag drafts like those sort of things and i had a bull shad with me and you guys know me like i'm not a swim bait guy like i have one little you are now i i swim brought, bait josh yeah, that's what we're gonna call you i brought a the only swim bait box i have is like this little plano box it doesn't even go in my crate it's like completely separate from all my other tackle but i have maybe like i had three big swim baits in there and, or four maybe and then I had a bunch of little ones so the bull shad is like the one that I like the best as far as how it looks so I was like oh, I'll throw this bull shad and like I put it on and like I whacked three fish pretty quick and I don't know if that was a product of that bait or just like the time maybe they're just frame. running in there or something yeah they're just running in the area and I happened to catch them but regardless I caught three fish and I like that was I, I caught I ended up catching four by 10 30 so i had four right and four like keep four big fish four, I had, four of, that ended up being one your of total them was five. no one of them was 17 and three quarter i like, got cold out yeah but i had four like like three like good ones like i think i had like 18 and a half a 19 and a half and a 19 and three quarter so like three good fish yeah those are great fish. and then uh, that 17 and three quarter which i was like not mad about no you know almost an 18 but I was like, I just need five fish. Like, I wasn't, at this point, I wasn't thinking first place. I, I just, like, need five fish. Well, I catch, I hook into this absolute giant muskie. And, dude, this thing, uh, Derek, no, no disrespect. No, to to no disrespect to the muskie you got. This thing, it wasn't just, so, it was so long, dude. It was, like, as tall as, like, from my fingertip to my elbow. It was a giant, dude. It jumped out of the water. I thought it was a flathead when it swam under my cot because I saw this huge tail. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it's a huge catfish. Jumps out of the water. I see my bullshad just like dangling in its mouth. <laughs> and I like, the only thing I'm thinking is like, I got to get this bullshad back. It jumps like a tarpon, dude. Straight, like vertical out of the water. It's wild. Like from here to that light, here to the camera, dude jumps completely out of the water three times the third time it got somehow got my bit like line like wrapped around its uh, head yeah and like i was just i had my button pushed i was like letting it run you know and it snapped me off like you know boom gone so i was pretty devastated Damn. because i was like feeling i just caught four fish on that that, that was on that it. was the bait yeah yeah so then i was like kind of like okay whatever i put on a big s waiver that i had uh, and I start throwing it and I threw that for two hours, mm. not a single nibble, dude. So I have four fish. And at this point, there's all these things going through my head. I like legit was like, if I only catch four fish, like I'm just going to go home. 
Like I don't. Oh man. Like I'm like I'm I'm going. So home. that took you up until like a noon. Yeah, yeah, twelve thirty to be exact. Um, so that in lines out were what three thirty? Yeah, three thirty. So yeah. I'm looking at my watch. So but from twelve ten thirty to three or ten thirty to twelve thirty, not a single bite. Um, and I finally decided I was resorting to throwing a Nedrig. There was a tree in this particular area that I kept getting snagged. And I was like, well, I'll throw a Nedrig around this and see if I can't pick up a fish. Maybe there's one sitting around it. And I got hung in the tree, of course. Snapped off my Nedrig. And I was like pissed off. I was kind of like one of those frustration moments. It was super windy. It's blown me everywhere. It's rainy. Wind and yeah, dude, I was, I was. So anyways, I go back to the island uh, that I was measuring fish on. I, I put my Ned rig right away. I looked in my swim bait box and I saw the mag draft or mag slow. I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw that. I'm going to, I'm going to throw that because I've been throwing this glide bait. I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. And, uh, yeah, I was like, I'm going to throw this mag slow. Um, so I put it on and went up to the, uh, the spot again, paddled up to the spot. And, um, I threw that thing maybe five times. Dude got smoked on the fifth one. And it was Damn. like a night, 19 and a half or something. And dude, I put that fish in my net. I felt the entire weight of the world just fall off my shoulders, dude. Like <laughs> I remember having that fish in my net and just like pedaling over to that island to get to measure it. And like, it was the most relief I felt in oh. like years, like at one <laughs> moment. So I was like, I get five fish. I have a video on my phone. I'll show you guys a slow-mo me lifting that fish up. And I'm like five. I was so pumped, dude. I'd been. That's a respectable five too. Yeah. Yeah. And so then mm-hmm. I was like, I could freewheel it from there. I'm like, dude, I just. So that puts you at what? Like 95 inches, something like that. Yeah, something like that, 94 and change or whatever. So from there, I was like, I hadn't looked at the leaderboard all day. I had no idea who was what. Right. I submitted, oh, that's when you sent me the photo. I submitted those five, and I was yeah. like, in first. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm in first. And I was like, I was like, all right, I can fish now. And I went out there with that Maxlow and ended up catching like four more fish. I upgraded like three more times and uh, filled out my limit. It was like 96 and a quarter. Felt freaking fantastic. And then I noticed that um, the uh, the river was starting to mud. It was already muddy on one side, like real muddy, because there was a creek close, and it was like muddying up. Well, it started, the mud was like creeping over across the river. And by the time mm. 3.30 came, like, dude, the whole thing was pretty much like, it was clearly muddy, but I wasn't concerned about how muddy it was then. I was like, what's it going to look like in the morning? Because I knew I was going back to that spot. So anyways, long story short, I, you know, get interviewed by Bassmaster about, you know, leading on day one and like they put up the article and everybody's like calling me, texting me or whatever. Yeah. And then get some, go to bed early. Everybody went to bed early and then got up the next morning, went straight down the spot. And, uh, when I got there, I, it was dark, you know, it was like hard to see. I put my boot in the water. I had waders on cause I was super cold the first day. I put waders on the second day. I put my boot in the water and I could see my boot like even though it was dark and i was like game on fine. bud yeah, i was like fine. it it was dirty but it wasn't so dirty i you know how it is man if it if it gets to a certain level of muddiness yeah. it just it's really hard it's to have confidence you, you might do fine right it's just the knowing that there's still the opportunity for a visual bite I yes think is a huge yeah. mental thing but it was still dirty 
So I kind of told myself, like, I'm not going to throw the swim bait because the swim bait puts off almost zero vibration. And I, by the way, I went to Dick's and bought a couple swim baits that night, um, a couple six cents traces, which are like similar to a bull shad. And I had one tied on, but I was like, dude, I was told myself if I get there and it's dirty, I'm going to throw a jackhammer. I know that river. Now this did help me out because when I was there a month ago, I smoked them on a jackhammer in muddy water. And I knew that in that river, yeah. if it's muddy, they will eat a jackhammer. And so I put on the, the same jackhammer that I, same color that I had caught them on last time. It was like a black and red jackhammer. I have it right there. But um, I literally threw that all day. Now, the only mishap I had, I went. And into this spot that it was like, this spot had like areas that I'm like, some of them look better than others. I went to the spot that I was like, okay, this is probably where the fish would hang out. And uh, I hooked into one and I was like, here we go. Like, I was like, I got one. <laughs> and it was a big, you could tell. And then, uh, dude, just like, bink, oh, came off. Yeah. And I reeled up, my braid is broken. Like, it's like, and it wasn't at the knot, it was like, just broke. And I was like, well, it was probably a mu another muskie, like, you know, nothing I could do. So I'm start, I turn around and like, I grab my chatter. That's box. the difference between you and I. That happens to me. And I'm like, that was the big, that's the only opportunity. That's the only opportunity yeah. I was going to have today. It was early. I mean, it was like eight o'clock. It was like 30 minutes after lines in. So I turned around and grabbed my chatterbait box, started tying on one and dude, legit 2021 jumps right next to my kayak with the chatterbait oh. hanging out of its mouth <laughs> chris has been there with me when i've had fish uh, with my baits yeah. hanging out of their mouth we tried no. to net the one it kept we jumping did. <laughs> yeah. we were it was, kept jumping next to the boat i tried to net it but yeah, yeah giant um yeah. and i remember that fish chris was like probably oh 23 <laughs> it was probably 23 but yeah. you know so this was a legit 20 it was a giant um so but anyways i i was like i can't do anything about that you know, and, and on day one, I'd only got, I only caught eight fish, you know, so I like knew those, I had a razor thin margin for error. So I ended up, um, I tied on another chatterbait, same color. Luckily I had bought a bunch of chatterbaits before I went out there and like the next cast, I caught an 18 and a half, same spot, went and measured it, very next cast, 20 and a half. And that fish like hit. Like, I threw into the spot and was, like, reeling it back, and it hit right next to my kayak. I didn't even get a hook set in it. Like, I just, like, reeled up, and I had my net, and I just scooped it up, and the chatterbait just came out of its mouth. Dang, oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah. So, I go measure that fish, and now I have two, and then this is probably, like, 8.15 or so, and I paddled it kind of over to the other side of this area and was fishing, and uh, I hit, I smoked three, like, boom, boom, boom. I had five fish by 8.30. Um... And one of them was like a 17 three quarter. And I was like, all right, I just need to get rid of that one. Fish the whole rest of the day. Nothing but a chatterbait. Still just like grinding out a chatterbait. But I had five fish and I felt like I knew I had the lead. I did look at the leaderboard then. I had like an inch and a half lead. I only caught two more fish the rest of the day. And dude, when I tell you I was casting my ass off, dude, I was literally not taking a single break. I was like, cast, 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 cast. I mean, and I caught two more fish the rest of the day. Now, I did end up catching another small one on my way back because I left that area and went back to the ramp early because I, 
I ended up catching two like night. One was like nineteen and three quarter. And one was a nineteen and a half. Um, wow. to round out my five, and I had ninety seven and three quarter that day. So better I, than the first day. Yeah. So I had that ninety seven and three quarter, and I was like. I'm just going to head back to the ramp because you're supposed to check in at the thing of 5:30, And I was like, I had an upstream paddle back to my truck and it was ripping by that point. The w- water came way up and, uh, it took me ever been an hour to get back to my truck. And it was my, I was, I should have joked on the awards that like, I didn't have electricity, but these thighs are three horsepower each. <laughs> <Big> thighs, <laughs> dog. <laughs> So it's my a little bit unfair. I was over the horsepower limit. Thighs uh, for the guys. Damn. Um, but I went back upstream and uh, loaded up, and rest is history, bud. So, dude, uh, what a great speech! Great, I mean, just way to show up, dude. I mean, pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm, dude. I can Ellie, the only, I know. the only man, I think, to to fish all of the all of the all of the major bass tournaments and win them all. He's won every major, and you beat him. You beat him. I did. I, I mean, whatever. It's no big deal. I mean, I feel yeah. I feel really good NBD. about it. You know, I I think. I mean, I told my wife about that because I was looking at the scoreboard and I was like, I didn't know Mike Iaconelli fished this, and my wife goes, Josh is beating Mike Iaconelli. <laughs> my dad. Like, that's the first thing my dad said. He oh, said, it's son. <laughs> you just beat Mike Iaconelli. Did, did your like, dad tell you he loved you? Dude, my check. <laughs> my mom. Did my you take dad, that to the bank yet? My dad was, uh, yeah, took it to the bank, tried to cast it chase. I said, this is a valid, sir. <laughs> sir, this isn't even, This doesn't even have an amount on uh, it. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it was a good, I got to hop, we got to hop off here. But, like, I want to yeah. thank you. That's wanna, going up in the office, right? That oh, yeah. check? That's yeah, hanging up sure. in, this off, Derek, in this office? Unless Derek breaks it first. Uh, and this is, that's going up in my office? Yeah, office. exactly. Um, I want to thank you guys for supporting me, you know, like, yeah, I I honestly feel like an ambassador for our sort of like group of smallmouth nerds that yeah. like you know wet boy nation whatever you want to call us like just guys who just like they're we're not tournament guys we just like to freaking fish and uh, I I feel like I was out there representing you because <laughs> I you know was I'm not a you know like hardcore tournament guy and most of those guys there there was one guy in the top 15 that came up to me afterwards he's like dude i love your podcast like that's you awesome help, you helped me get into fishing like he's like i got into small fishing because of you guys and <clears> like, <throat> i love it right. he also then right went up to drew and said the same thing so yeah i mean kinda, drew's the man drew is drew was nice super cool. drew's the goat i mean you got to hang out with some for, it, for like it was cool. uh, for guys like us like getting, it was cool i mean it, i don't care about celebrities at all like i mean yeah. i don't care about the Colts, and I don't care about Brad you know Pitt. Brad Pitt. I mean, yeah, Brad Pitt. I mean, no, <laughs> Brad, you know, if Gosling came up to me, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I don't care about that kind of stuff. But like the people that you, you know, like hang out with uh, Jeff Little and Drew Gregory and it was people really like cool, that. Dude. That's really cool, dude. It was it was awesome to hang out with those guys and just like get to know them and uh, yeah, like I I had a great time, man. It was I went up there with no expectations as far as like. I didn't. I didn't even know who was in the house. Like I really didn't know Drew invited me, but other than him, I really had no clue who was there. And uh, it was. I had thoroughly had a good time. There were no duds in that house. Like everybody was super cool. So, um, and you have an invite now to the classic, right? Invite to the classic. And, I'm I'm fishing it. And I got a couple. Got a couple uh, double aces 
up my sleeve on that one, bud. So do I. So, and I know those. I know those and, aces. You know those aces. Yeah, we got some aces up our sleeves. So. I was wondering about that. I oh, was, yeah. I, already, I, went, I went and looked, and I was like, oh, damn. Already in, already in motion, bud. Uh, <laughs> I bet they are. And I didn't even have to do anything. They reached out to me. So. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Oh, um, dude, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go there and make some noise uh, for Wet Boy Nation. Also, I want to point out, so this is little relation, but the guy who came up to me at, when I first got there, he's lived, he stayed in the house. Steve Baker is his name. He lives in Ohio. He's like friends with Brad Hicks and that. Okay. He's like, tell me how hilarious our podcast is. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I got to ask you. He's like, where's your guy's accent from? What? And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, whatever do you mean? I, I, I was like, I don't really know what that I have an accent. And Jeff Little was fishing right there and he turned to me. He's like, you have an accent. We and do? I go, what? I go, he goes, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the accent you're doing right now. He's like, when you guys are on your podcast, you both start hamming it up and you start get, you get this accent. that's completely different. He's like, it's a mix between Midwest and a California skater. And I was like, bro, like, oh, come on, I was man. like, come on, man, come on, baby. <laughs> I was like, I yeah, don't, don't do me like that. Talking about this is dude. just the little stuff, <laughs> yeah, baby. Dude. Don't, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me, baby. So shout out to Steve Baker, <laughs> self-professed wet boy. Um, but yeah, I have to wrap this up because I got to hop on the KBN thing. But appreciate you guys. Hope I made you proud, dude. For sure, very okay. proud. I I'm mean, gonna, like, so, I mean, it was, dude, it's just so cool. I mean, it was, it's really, it was, really cool. It was awesome. And so. it's not cool to everybody, you know? That's what that's what makes it even more cool is, like, we appreciate how awesome it is. You yes. know, it's, uh, it's a very neat thing. Incredible. You know, maybe, hopefully not once in a lifetime, but certainly uh, the first time. And yes. it's pretty special. Hey, man, so. I'll, I'll go give it my all no matter what. And I will say this, like... I'm a nobody when it comes to that stuff. Like I don't have some not huge, anymore, baby. Huge resume. Not anymore. You're not a nobody. Yeah, sure. I know. <laughs> I mean, I do well around here, like in local tournaments on our home waters and all that. But like, I'm not, you know, forged myself in the national tournament trails. But dude, I can, I can freaking sling it on rivers with the best of them. I don't need slang it. Slanging right now, dude. That's right. So, all right, well, get it up, get it out, and uh, thanks everybody for listening. And as always, free the fighter. And your champion signing off. Oh, my God. That's enough. (laughs) That's the last one.